podcast thing right Alexa, there. what is the definition of crime? I told you guys. Was that the relief you wanted? Okay, we're live. Hey, guys. <laughs> There's a Mexican standoff happening right now on the staircase. It looks like Kai versus Jimmy, Jimmy. who's going to win. I don't know. Well, it looks like they're both trying to go up and the other one's down, you know, like crossing. Yeah, but where's my son? I feel like, oh, my other son's at the top looking. Hi. What do you have to say, Kai? Say it again. Kai. <laughs> She's like, get the dog out of my way. Get the dog. Okay. Hi, everyone. Hello. Good evening. Afternoon. Our animals say hello. Yes. They're honestly surrounding us a little bit. And then also not. I feel like they are because of the staircase. Anyway, Sharon, how are you? I'm honestly very exhausted, but great. How are you? I'm also exhausted and great, too. We will get through this. We will. We're here. We're here. We're showing up. Yep. We're pulling through. We are. We're finding. We're catching the second wind. Yeah, we are. Um, And we're going to come back at the second half. That was adorable. That was adorable. My dog could never be a herding dog, but... I feel like <laughs> he was in a past life. He was. He really tries. He tries. He does. He, he, oh? Oh. He's going to try to herd tickets. He has to corral these these guys because, yeah. you know, he's the minority in this situation. <laughs> he's the only dog. He is. I saw the funniest video. <laughs> it was, this guy was, like, in his truck in this, like, pasture. And he was like, I once bought a goat or a, a like a couple of goats and one of them got out and broke loose and went missing. And I swore that it joined like a pack of wild hogs. And I guess like I could be butchering this too, but this is what I remember. And I guess um, he's like, I am now here to tell you guys that this is the confirmation, the confirmation. And he zoomed in and like, there's a bunch of like wild, like hogs just like running Mm -hmm. in a line. And the goat is like looking around in the pack and the others start to like take off in this, this jog. And you see this white ass. (laughs) Just like run through this field with these hogs. (laughs) Like what? Baby, that's you. Maybe. If it was me, I'd be at the front. Yeah, no, you would. <laughs> I no, I'm thinking of your partner as the hog. Oh. You know. Possibly. Well, I'm just going to show the story. Her partner has a... He wouldn't be a hog. No, because he hates He them. hates hogs, but also the country lifestyle, <laughs> perhaps. You know, he told me about the time that he was on his way back home and he ran over a pack of hogs. Yeah. <laughs> That's the same story I'm thinking about. He said, and he's got a big, a big, like, vehicle, you know? Like yeah, a, he does. Looks like a, some would say a Ninja Turtle. Yeah, it does look like, <laughs> like our neighbors. <laughs> but anyways, his poor car took the pounding of these hogs, and so he, like, he noticed that it was driving, like, terribly, and so he went and took it to, um, like, this, like, car wash place. <laughs> there was, like, a bunch of, like, blood and guts on it, and he said that there was still, like, tufts of hair and yeah. some blood and some guts in there, and it stunk. And so when he took it to the shop the next day, and he came back to pick it up. The guys were like, man, that thing stunk. There was guts up underneath the hood. 
I will never forget oh when God. he texted me as it happened. And he's oh like, I God. hate these hogs. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it happened. Well, I think at it like was like 3 a.m. Yeah. Or something. It was like a, not a fat ticket, but like to get it fixed and oh, get stuff yeah. done. Yeah. I mean, those hogs left. <laughs> I think he ran over a family, I you know. Like, like it was, it was gnar. Anyway. But honestly, okay, I'll, I'll say this last piece. Mm-hmm. I looked at the front, and it doesn't look like any... It doesn't look like anything happened. No. It's almost like he made the story up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say, it looks I'm like his, his car took a... Is a real one. No. You know I, mean? I think it's honestly that car, though. Because... Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. or anything, like, truck-related... Yeah. Yeah. Can like overcome, you know, like you see those stories of like a truck hitting like an, or not an SUV, but a regular car and the truck's fine. Yeah. Yeah. There's like maybe like one scratch and then the car's totaled in front of them. Interesting stuff. Um, okay. So what are we talking about today? Um, I guess like entertainment. Yeah. Specifically though. What is it called? She's House of the Dragon. Dragon. She wanted to say Game of Thrones, but House of the Dragon. Yeah. Well, I mean, we also have to, to wait. Spoiler: Do not listen. stop here. Yeah. Don't listen to this episode. Catch the next one. Yeah. If you watch this and haven't seen it yet, yeah, skip it. But we want to uh, switch things up because we love movies, TV shows. We do. But specifically, we love Game of Thrones. Okay. Too. Yes, I've well, seen. We have to talk I've seen about- the series twice. Yeah, I have too. The Game of Thrones. Yeah, honestly, I had nothing better to do during quarantine, no. so I was like, Meh. Sharon's the reason why I got into it. My mom and was I was the late. First reason, but I couldn't get into the first seasons of Game of Thrones because they were building the story. It seemed yeah. boring to me. Yeah. Well, it did take some time. Yeah. But and- hindsight. You're oh, like, it's worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I was game. It's juicier the second time. You're like, oh, no, this is good. Yeah. I'm like, tell me more. Yeah. But I do feel like we are talking about House of Dragon, but we have to, like, kind of talk about Game of Thrones, too. I mean, we can. I just want to, like, say that I'm, I've always been, um, how do I say this? Como se dice? Um, like, everyone's like, oh, House Stark. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mine has always been. I know. House Targaryen. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they ended it the way that it was ending and a lot of people were upset, I still was like, <sighs> it's that for me, you mm-hmm. know? And like the whole like Doom of Valyria, I don't know if you've read about that at all, but like the fandom if you go back and read about it, is super interesting. Just like, so before the Targaryens and any Valyrians like came to, um, like left Valyria, mm-hmm. um, someone had a dream, a prophecy that like it was all going to like blow up and stuff. But they used like dragons to mine, or not mine, but create the roads there. And like the roads over there were like, top shape, like, state-of-the-art. Interesting. Allegedly, like, Valeria was, like, super, like, I don't know. If I had to compare it to, like, a land of, like, Teslas. You know what I mean? Just, like, everything was high-tech. Precise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I don't know. I would love to see something more about that, like, before the doom, the Mm -hmm. fall. But I'm happy that. I'm we're in we're in this like p- like time period of of the Targaryen dynasty because this is where it starts to get juicy. Juicy. Yeah. You know. You also read the books, right? Or how? I read two um the first two from the um Game of Thrones series. Mhm. Uh, I don't know if he has written books for the current one. This time period. Yeah. House uh, of Dragon. Yeah. yeah. Well, I th- like the books, though. Um, but, yeah, I don't... I don't know. Yeah. But I like how they foreshadow it in the first episode. They're like, there's going to be a war of 
ice and fire. Yeah. You know, like you got to be ready, et cetera, et cetera. I am excited. I also am House Targaryen. Yeah. I love House Stark. I do too. I do. I love Dorne too and like yeah. the I really the like all the houses because they all give something to the show. But right. it's the Targaryens because it's the dragons. Yeah. It's the fire. It is. For me. And speaking of the dragons, um, I, back when I was sucked into the black hole of this universe a mm-hmm. couple years ago, I read that. Meraxes and Caraxes were like even bigger than like Drogon mm-hmm. and Viserys, Viserion or whatever. I think it's Viserys. Is it? No, Viser- well, Viserys is her brother, oh. but she named them after Viserion. Yeah. Rhaegon. Rhaegon. Um, anyways, they're like way bigger. Than those dragons. And Drogon was huge. Yeah, he was huge. And so I'm curious. And even um, Rhaenyra was like, you know, he's almost big enough to saddle two. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which I don't think we've ever heard or seen of two people. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm so happy it's back. And it's also... I'm geeking out. Dude, me too. I'm still stuck on the dragon. Because the saddles? Yeah. I mean... Sick, dude. Daenerys was, like, riding Drogon bareback, dude. Like, no saddle. Yeah. Just holding on to the mane of... Yeah. His neck. yeah. Yeah. But in this situation, like, whole saddle, like, I think... I think we're going to see some juicy stuff. Oh, I think so, too. I'm excited. I'm excited. It also got, I don't know if it was, I don't know, my Twitter, you know how your Twitter always tells you when something crazy has is, like, happening in the news? Yeah. But it was, like, 10 billion views oh, I for um, House of Dragon, which is the first ever for a HBO series to have that many viewers. Wow, so it already beat Game of Thrones. It already beat Game of Thrones. Which Ooh. means to me that I feel like everyone started watching more in the pandemic and also just, like, catching up on, like, probably Because you know. it's a big, I mean, I miss being, it's like a community. Oh, it is. Like, straight up. Like, George R. R. Martin did phenomenal. He killed it. Even his books were really good. I think the only reason I didn't pursue or continue the rest of them is because I kind of already knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And also there is the last book that he has been kind of dangling over people's heads. Like I've been working on it. And that is kind of the missing piece of like, where is Daenerys going to go? Like mm-hmm. what, you know, that's how he would have written her and the books he had already said is going to be completely different and how she would be portrayed in yeah. the series. So if he ever, like, comes out with that book, then, yeah, I'm going to pick back up and I'm going to... Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very interesting. I love Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's it's And awesome. I think I'm going to love this, too. I don't know what's going to happen. Neither. But... I'm curious. Well, I mean, I do I know. know I do know because I've read ahead. I know, but I want to know who is going to be, like, the Cersei. I already know. <gasps> Who? Alicent Hightower. <gasps> the bestie. She's, like, hungry for power. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. From what I've read, again, I don't know if they're going to follow George yeah. R.R. Martin's, like, universe, but Alicent Hightower is, like, extremely jealous. Her father pretty much, like, uses her as a pawn to, like, because he's Hand of the King. Yeah. To get, oh, yeah, gain you see power. Mm-hmm. And he already is, like, pimping her out. You yeah. know what I mean? And basically, she's going to end up with her bestie's dad and have kids. And, like, <gasps> a whole war is going to happen. But she, like, eventually, like, betrays her best friend. And all for the pursuit wow. of power. So I hope she lives up to... Cersei was one of the best villains I've ever seen in my life. Oh, God, yeah. That, I forget her name, the actress. But I've never, like, hated someone so much. 
but also I loved it too because she was just so good at being evil. Yeah. But also like had her reasons for being evil. Not that that makes it justified whatsoever. Cersei's, you know, Cersei. She's a snake. But her role of being evil and like conniving and honestly sometimes smart. She was she wasn't a terrible leader. She was just looking out for her family and like that was yeah. her ancestral family. Yeah. Yeah. Which Jamie though. Missed I love him. I know. I feel bad for him. He was starting to get better too. And then, yeah, and then he You know, he loves his, he he loves his sister. He loved his sister. Yeah. Loved and love. Um, but yeah, I want to see what's another show you've been watching lately. Honestly, none. Really? Yeah, not a lot. I'm trying to think. I watched Hacks, but I finished it. It's about the comedian. It's like a comedian and her assistant. It's on HBO, but it's pretty much, think about it if there was a dramatized series of Joan Rivers' life. Oh, I love Jenny. And Boy, having, knows, but... like, a writer, um, like, a young writer to help her with her comedy. It's very funny, though. Mm. Super funny. Highly recommend. Because her jokes are just on it. Yeah. It takes place in Las Vegas, all that. Um, Another show or movie. Oh. You just finished Euphoria. I did. Let's chat. I, uh, so I, I, listen, I'm a late person. It's okay. I was late for Game of Thrones. I, no, I mean, I didn't even really like watch like platform shows until like 2016. Mm-hmm. And my first show I ever watched was Californication, which is great show. My mom loves phenomenal. that show. I love David Duchovny. Yeah. Everyone loves him through X Files, which I haven't seen and I'm sure he's great in, but like I loved him. In that show. And then I watched Weeds, which was good until it wasn't good. Like, the last season That's what I heard about Weeds. It's like they really just kind of gave up on the last season. Mm -hmm. But, um, anyways, I'm really late to, like, the game. So I was super late with Game of Thrones. Um, Super late with Euphoria. I finally started it and finished it. Except for the the independent show pieces, like I haven't seen like Riz. yeah, I didn't really get down with that. Some of them I did. Really, I heard people were like, "That's better than the oh. season," and so I'm like, "Okay, well, whatever. maybe I should check it out for sure." Um, but I've I've <clears throat> excuse me, I watched and I finished it this summer, and I knew that there was a reason that I waited to watch some of that. Mm-hmm. And I was definitely really squishy yeah. after seeing some of that stuff. And I, with a lot of shows and I, that I'm really, really into, which I was very much into that, I was like, oh, let's watch another episode. But after an episode of Euphoria, I was like, nope, turning the TV off, going to take a shower, yeah, watch something different maybe. You have to it decompress. Was it was very heavy. I, very did heavy. Did you feel like it was heavier in the second season or in the first? <sighs> Dude, I don't know. I mean, know. There, there I, I want to say the first, I think, just because there there's still a lot of unknowns, mm-hmm. you know? But I think it was heavier in the first season for some of the characters and heavier in the second for others. Yeah. And that's um, how I feel. I feel like the second was heavier for me. Yeah. yeah. And um, again, I think it was a great show. Um, I don't see how this could really like go much further. So I'm curious what the third season is going to be. And also, I would like to add that I was told, I don't know, maybe it was by you, I don't remember, but somebody, one of my friends said that Barbie. The chick that plays Cat mm-hmm. got into it with one of the writers, I believe, or the creators. And so she's like, I guess she expressed that she didn't like where her character was going in the second season. And so they took her out of a lot of, or the character out of a lot of the second season. Cause she, 
Well, hello. Because she bumped heads with the creators, and I guess they didn't like that. And she just announced, I, I found out today, I saw it on Instagram, that she's not going to be in season three <gasps> at all. Wow. Yeah. She's putting her so, foot down. Either that or they're putting their foot down. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, it sucks because, like, I really did like her character in the first season. And the second character, she got really, like, toxic and she gaslit her partner into breaking up. And, like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And I was like, gross. Like, I mean, I don't think that's enough to, like, write a person off. I think, like, if there was going to be a season three and the character's still in it, like, maybe we could see some growth from that person. Mm-hmm. But um, I was like, this is not hot yeah. for this character. It's not. Well, I would like, like, kind of a resolution for all of them. Like, yeah. I, like, I know life and back then, like, in high school and those situations, because a lot of those situations I have been in or, like, seen it with mm-hmm. friends. Um, but it's just very toxic. Like, my de- my stepdad, he worked on the set. He was a set de- decorator for Euphoria. Mm-hmm. And he was actually saying that, like, a lot, like, uh, Zendaya's character, Rue, she would do those um, acting, like, in two takes, mm-hmm. which is crazy, too, and just awesome. But he was saying, I couldn't do it anymore. He said it was that toxic to watch mm-hmm. in person that he had to leave. Yeah. And he's like, it was a great experience, but I could not, like, glorify or kind of, like, it's like he was giving an outlet for them to talk about, you know, like, how these teenagers, they're getting one, like, raped from the dad, they're having sex, doing all these drugs, hurting each other, hurting themselves. And he's like, I just couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't, like, watch it because it yeah. was almost like we were glorifying that. Right. And that was, like, another thing, too. I know there's been, a, like, a lot of talk about, like, the show glorifying a lot of, like, drug use and sexual activity and things like that. And while I can, like, understand, like, where these people are coming from... It's also kind of, in a way, waking people up that, like, this does happen, though. It does. And it... All of that happens. And, you know, I I work at the treatment center, and, like, with the ages, at least now, range from, like, 10 to 17, and a lot of these kids, in a way, like, are kind of, or have in the past at least based their identity off of the show because they've talked about it a lot and they've dressed I've heard one kid say that they've dressed a lot like a character before and they did their makeup very similar and yeah. I think we all can agree that whether you're a Gen Z or a millennial that you've seen a lot of people put their makeup on yeah similar to how Euphoria has styled their characters you know yeah and I and it's great because it, it's well done it's creative it's new you know um but I, in a way, I, I can see why these some people are saying this show has been influencing the youth. And today, I was talking to my coworker who has a 16-year-old, and they were saying that their son, uh, the reason they started watching Euphoria is because their son is in high school, and so that, you know, people are throwing Euphoria parties. And, like, back in our, you're in my generation, like, it was Project X, remember? Yeah. We're having Project X parties and, and everyone showed up, yeah. you know? And it's, like, you can't really blame the kids because, like, we kind of did that in our own way. Yeah. And let's also backtrack this again. Like, these kids now have euphoria. We grew up with Degrassi, yeah. which is not much better you know, not much less graphic. Yeah. Um, I never really watched Degrassi, but I have. Oh, I some, did. Yeah. And like you literally see a kid shoot another kid. At, I feel like now it's like maybe they'll like have the gun out. and Yeah. I mean, One Tree away. Hill had that. One Tree Hill was my show. But yeah, I mean, yeah. shooting up a school. Yeah. There's drugs, sex. Pregnancy. I will say, yeah. I will say I think. And Project X, I mean, you have Project X, you have, what's another one? 
super bad. Super bad. Other ones. But I feel like Euphoria is more than those other shows, more graphic, more... Yeah, I yeah. feel like the way they shot it... Well, also, it's very artistic. Very artistic. Very like, cool. Very, it's shot very well. Like, um, even if you didn't like... Like, at first, I wasn't, like, into the story as much. I was more into, like, the way it was shot. Because it was really cool to watch. And, like, the colors are vivid. Yeah. It really... It the does soundtrack. tell a story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does. It's just... I just don't know. It's sad. It's very sad. Well, it's just sad what it can do to, like, kids. Mm-hmm. I don't think... I mean, Project X definitely influenced us. I think it influenced me mm-hmm. with my parties and stuff that I used to throw. But, yeah, I just don't... It's just... It's interesting to me that, like, some people, like, on Twitter were hating on the show Friends. And said, like, how toxic that was. Oh, my God. Which, I mean, I, I get it, but, like, I get that's it, but not the worst of yeah. the worst. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, and y'all are glorifying euphoria? I don't know. It's just, that show was, I don't know, the second season was a lot. Yeah, it was. I had to, like, same thing. Like, I had to go... I think after Rue's, like, big episode in season two, mm-hmm. I had to, like, turn it off, go for, like, a a walk, or I think I took a car ride. Yeah. But I had to, like, leave. There was moments where I, like, turned... Away. Away, and yeah. my partner noticed and, like, consoled me. Yeah. You know? Seeing someone go through withdrawals is... Yeah. Terrible. It's... It is. And, yeah. Um, even seeing, like, I think it was in the first season was, like, how she had, like, a, a UTI or a bladder kidney mm-hmm. infection because she held in her pee because she was too depressed to get up out of bed and go to the bathroom. Like, I, I've seen that. Yeah. We're at my job. I yeah. mean, not to, it hasn't gotten to the extent where they have, like, an infection, but, like, they've definitely, like, held in their urine because they don't want to get out of bed. And it's, like, you know. That feeling. Which brings me to my next topic. Like, I don't know why, but I have been... The books that I've been reading have been very sad. Like, very sad. And, like, I'm not intentionally trying to grab sad books. Like, I'm not. But I'm, like, this just seems, like, super interesting but when you like work in such a intense field and now you're going to school for it and you're reading about it for school mm. and then you're reading about it for your leisure it's a lot and like this new book it's like a 7 800 page book and it's about like four guys who are all best friends and i don't know what i thought it would be mhm but I'm realizing that there's a lot of complex trauma in there. And I remember I do this thing. I know people are going to get so mad at me, but you know what? I don't care. I'm not going to change. This has always been my thing that I do. Anytime I get a book, I read the last page first. Nine times out of ten, it doesn't make any sense to me. And that's what I love the most about it because I'm like, oh, this looks so foreign to me. Now I got to finish it. And so it makes sense. Yeah. And then I, I'll get to the last page. And then I'm like, oh, my God. And it's, like, soothing to my brain for some reason. And I'm like, it makes sense. Well, anyways, <laughs> I read the first page first. Went back to start reading it. I lost my place. And so I did – I pulled the the thick of the, the book back and, like, flipped through the pages. And for some reason, my finger stopped on this one page and I read something very scary that is something very triggering to me. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't know if I could read this. I, I mean, I immediately started feeling like I was going to vomit. Like, oh, okay, what did it say? Bad. It was just about, like, basically he was his psychiatrist had uh, abducted him and had been keeping him. And had been torturing him 
and I had been feeding him less and less and less, but he had gotten out of the restraints he was in and was looking at a book on the shelf, grabbed the book, and then hit the psychiatrist in the face and, like, booked it. And I just read all that stuff. I was like, oh, no. And I just went back and I was like, I was like, okay, baby steps. That was a lot. (laughs) Why did you do that? (laughs) That's not really what I do. And I remember like panicking and I kind of looked around. My partner's like, hey, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not. And I don't know if I should read this book. He's like, then you should put the book down. And I was like, I know, but now I feel like I need to read it. And he's like, I think you should just take a break. (laughs) And I was like, okay and I took a break and I came back to it and to my actual spot and it's starting to make sense about what's happening and I I do think that there's a lot of complex drama between all of the boys boys men really they're grown men but um yeah I don't know if I can it's written very well very very well um I don't know if I can finish it, which I don't think I've ever said I need to not read this book because I've read some really intense books. Yeah, I was just going to say. But I think because I think the reason I can't read it is because I've got a lot of like broth. Like I'm I'm dealing with a lot of heavy situations at work. I'm learning about it at school and then. Perhaps you, know you don't I mean? want to see it at home. Yeah, like yeah. when I'm trying to unplug, I don't think me unplugging into trauma again is yeah. going to be good. So I think I need to... Get a different book. Yeah, but then I looked at my other books and I'm like, oh, this one's about loss. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I baby, can't let me, get, when... let me get you a children's book. I, I'm, I'm like this close to just being like, let me read Harry Potter or something. <laughs> like, Honestly? I heard Harry it was, Potter's great. I heard it was great. One I of just, our besties reads it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. She's a diehard. No, actually, I want to read the series that she's reading right now because a patient is reading it, and we were talking about it. They were super shy in the corner, and I was like, I'm a, I'm a bookworm too, and Aww. we started catching up. I was like, wait, my friend's reading, like, the green one, and they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, that's the second one. <laughs> and I was like, maybe I should start reading that. So, um, oh, I know which one you're talking. She's been about the exciting. elves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves sure. that sci-fi. Yeah, fantasy. it's really cool. The fantasy, and I love fantasy. I love romance, and I like the real nitty gritty fiction. I like a lot of nonfiction. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I keep getting gravitating towards these sad books, and I don't mean to. So it's rough. Well, I hope you. I'm like, I'm gonna get you a book. Um, Don't, because I'm picky. I know you're picky, but Unless like, you know where my Goodreads is, but you won't. Okay, maybe I can challenge myself. Ew. And try. If you don't have a Goodreads app, you need to get one. That's where you can, <laughs> like, find all these cool books. Yeah. And I created a list of books. That Perhaps just nice. take a break on the sad ones. I know. Because maybe they are... Are you, let's check in. Are you okay? I'm okay, but I don't know if, I don't think I won't be overwhelmed if I, I don't know. We'll see. My baby needs a break. It's just a lot of sad, 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 you know? I need like sad, sad fantasy. You need sad, sad fantasy. And then I'm Resolution. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean like, I'm doing my self-care and stuff, you know, that they teach us to do in grad school for this kind of stuff, but. Yeah. I always, generally speaking, I gravitate, not in books, but I gravitate to sad movies and TV shows. I've always done that. Yeah. I've always done, like, fantasy and thrillers. As a kid, I read all of, like, the Fear Street um, Mm -hmm. books, the R.L. Stein. But it really does, like, at one point I was watching, like, all scary. So, like, American Horror Story. Same. Seeing all of those. Almost all of them. Yeah. Um, Circa, well, which one? Asylum was really my favorite. Coven was really good. I heard Coven was good. It was very good. Um, And then the Murder House was good, too. I like all their, like, the 
original ones. Yeah. Like the first uh, couple of seasons. Yeah. But then I would migrate into like serial killer movies, mm-hmm. documentaries. But that is like at one point I was like having these dreams and they were making me, I just felt more like sad. Yeah. Like, after watching these things, and I didn't realize, like, it was taking, like, it was, in my brain, making me sad and negative. Or, like, I'm, like, am I, like, am I not okay, too, because I'm watching these things? I see what you're saying. No, I don't think you're not not okay. No, I know, but I'm not kidding. It got to a point where, like, I asked my mom, and I'm, like, is this normal to, like, feel this way? Like, about, like... Just feeling weird because, and she's like, I mean, it makes sense. You're watching. Feeling weird about, wait, what? Feeling weird, like, not in my psyche, but kind of like uncomfortable. So like I would watch these serial killer things. And then what would happen? It would make me feel like, not that I was a serial killer too, but like very, I would say more self-destructive. Okay. Made me think, like, I'm not trying to say suicidal thoughts, but kind of. I would have, like, very, uh, what are the thoughts that are very, like, in your face? There's, like, Like a term. intrusive thoughts? Intrusive thoughts. Yeah. Uh, But, like, what were the intrusive thoughts? They were more so, like, I think I would take on, like, what I was watching and thinking, like, I'm like that. So... Let's say if I'm watching something. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I feel I mean, like, it's not the truth. No, I know, yeah. but a lot of us do that in other realms. Like, I know you're going to jump up out of your seat when I say this, but I do this too sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, there is a bump on my foot. What is that? I yeah. immediately Google it. Yeah. I diagnose myself. I've got cancer. Yep. I do that all the time. But that's what it turns I, out. It's a happens. big flea bite. I'm like, oh my goodness! Or a big I do that one behavior that serial killers do. Yeah. And then and you think you're a serial yeah, killer, literally. And, and my no. mom's like, Rachel, you have a conscience. You're just freaking out because you're watching scary stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, but it really like for a whole month I had to stop watching because yeah. I just had all these negative. Like the, and it's not. It wasn't that like I was, like, a serial killer, but mm-hmm. I would notice like behaviors of the serial killer. I'm like, oh my goodness, like, do yeah. I do that? Yeah. And then my mom's like, no, you're ridiculous and dramatic because I am, um, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I had to like stop. This was just, like probably four years ago. Yeah. Maybe five. Well, I growing up, I had back when DVDs were a thing. I would collect. A lot of like horror, gore, yeah, like DVDs, and I watched them religiously. And now I can't even. I, I as I was reading that book, I read about this guy self harming and the way the author was had written it. I was honestly this close to vomiting and throwing up, yeah. or vomiting. Sorry, those are the same things. Vomiting and passing out. Yeah, and I was like, oh, good god, you know. Um, but I had also. In that phase of life where I was watching all these things, I was, it made me like kind of paranoid that somebody was in the house. Mm-hmm. And my parents owned their own business at the time. So they were off working. And um, there were so many times where I would be like nervous and I'd be walking around the house with a butcher knife, like opening up yeah. like rooms and stuff. It's like that. I wanna say I'm fearless. <laughs> I'm out there, 10, 11. I'm walking around the house with a butcher knife, getting ready to shank somebody who's probably like three times my build. Oh my goodness gracious. Literally. I was ready. No, I. Also, I don't know if you guys know this, but like, if you think, don't use a knife if you're not trained in using a knife. There's the probability of them turning that knife on you is way greater than you using that knife. I on. would literally accidentally. If you stab don't myself. know that, you should read into that. Don't <laughs> do it. I mean, obviously carry something if you're like on a hike or whatever. Yeah. But like, you know, it's not the same as like flashing someone a gun, saying, "Hey, I have a gun." They're gonna turn around. Mm-hmm. When you flash someone a knife, like you, you should just surprise them that you have it and run, bolt. 
Yeah. Bolt the other way. Sprint. Um, that's my advice on knife usage. <laughs> I am not a pro, but I have read that that was not a good situation. Yeah, I've been told that too. Yeah. And a lot a, of, bring a, lot a knife like, to a gunfight. Yeah, if I was going to like have a knife, then I'm going to like throw it at them. I'm like, if you haven't trained on like knife throwing. Yeah. And you watched House of the Flying Daggers once, like I can assure you. <laughs> you're going to miss. You're going to miss. I hope you don't. And they're probably going to use it on you. Yeah. Just run. Yeah. That's my dad my- always told me, you know, that if someone's like trying to throw me into their car, has a gun to my head, to fight then and there, because if you're going to die, you might as well die in front of people and in the middle of a road versus being chopped up into a million pieces in the woods. Uh, yeah. And I stand and tortured. that. I do too. My grandpa used to tell me, he's like, you fight like hell. Yeah. Because once you're in that van or that car, you're yeah. gone. You're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're done. You're not going to come back. Uh-uh. And he's like, I know that's scary, but you bite, you scream, you jab, you got to do something. You got to do something. Mm-hmm. Y'all be safe out there, too. There's been some weird stuff happening. You hear about the woman in Houston that had, like, a napkin in her... Um, Doorknob? Yeah. It was, like, poison? It was poison. And it, she literally only touched it with, like, her nail or, like, a fingertip. And she had... She passed out. She was actually having, like, really, like, life-threatening things. I wonder what the poison was. I have no idea. I forgot she talked about it, but she literally almost died. That's insane. So you guys be careful out here. There's people that are just trying to ruin our days and kill us for God knows what reason. I just don't understand. I mean, I kind of actually don't understand because I'm not like that, but yeah. It's it gives me like when men throw acid mm-hmm. on women's face. I know it's like more prominent in like India. Yeah. Where they do something like that. But Christ, man. Dude. Insane. Well, there were I forgot that happened in the United States a couple of times too, where people were throwing acid on. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it definitely happened. Yeah. It's insane. It's just, I just don't, you have to have like a lot of hate in your heart for that. It's just beyond me. Um, what else? What else are we going to talk about? Sharon. I want to talk about what? I don't know. What are um, you going to talk about? I want to talk about um, what is like the scariest movie you've ever watched? Scariest. I'm going to let you answer because one of our viewers told me, told us we can't have space. Like we take two, like there can't be a lot of space, like between answers. Oh, God forbid we live a little. I know. Silence, though. <laughs> God uh, forbid we're a little imperfect. Uh, scariest, scariest, scariest. I don't know. I'll come back to it. What's your scariest? I want to say it was, like, Insidious. Insidious is scary. I haven't seen it since the first time, so maybe it's not as scary anymore. No, it's scary. But, like, the the daylight, when it's... When, like, the movie is, like, during the daylight mm-hmm. and that stuff's happening, that is scary. I also thought um, Midsummer was super scary that after the first time. That one was scary, but it didn't scare me as much as, but it was disgusting. Well, I I thought it was disturbing because of, like, the mental health that, or the state, the mental health state that the sister was in. Mm-hmm. And, like basically emailing her sister and her family that, like, goodbye, and she was going to kill them or or kill herself or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I would say 
that I'm looking at right now, Sinister was really scary. Yeah, I do remember Sinister was scary. Also- Sinister was just very, like, dark. Mm-hmm. But also, what is that deer movie you were watching, the psychological? The deer? Like, it has something in the name. I don't remember. But Yes, I- you do. You watched it not too long ago. They, like, tie up this kid who, like, he's the killer. What is it called? It's with that one actor who's a Marvel character now. I don't know. Okay, keep going, though. But um, there was another... The other movie was... Oh, The Exorcist. The original one was still... It's still pretty scary. I can't do exorcisms or those kind of movies because I believe in that stuff. Yeah, me too. I believe... It's hard. My grandpa used to do exorcisms. I would like to watch that. There's got to be a recording somewhere. Of him doing I that. mean, the one he talked about, because he wouldn't, like, he believed, like, sharing those kind of stories just brought more negativity. And, but there was, like, this one woman who lived in this house. And it was all pitch black. I mean, black. But there were, fur- furniture was nailed to the ceiling. Just, like, chairs. Wait, this is real life? Yeah. This was one of the people he went and... I'm, I know this is, like, so off topic. Now I'm questioning, like, how, like if, like, a ceiling could support that. Like I don't how know. Did, how did she do that? I don't know. Are there but studs in the... I don't know. I don't oh, like, know. Do you, did she wave the magnetic, like... I don't know, ah. dude. But he said, he was like, it was very creepy. He didn't step foot. I feel like if I were to walk into a house where, like, this person was possessed, I'd be like, dang, you going to hell for this one and then just storm out. You literally. Like, I'd literally be like, uh-uh. The killing of a sacred deer. The killing of a sacred deer? <gasps> that one. Oh, wait. That's- With Nicole Kidman and this one. Yes, that one was absolutely frightening. I forgot about that. I didn't. Um. Well, the yeah, I did and I didn't. But that is that is a... Crazy movie. It, I think it was written. Um, it's based off of like a story, a, a classic. Like, um, yeah, I think it is too. Story. I forgot what it was, but there's like um, it ties back into literature, as yeah, most movies do. Yeah, it's like the more you read, the more you realize, wow, this is ripped off from yeah, like Clueless, mm-hmm. ripped off of Emma. Yep. by Jane Austen. Yeah, I still love Clueless. But it's true. But yeah. Emma's better. You're my Anya, Ta- Anya Taylor Joy, though. I know. I haven't seen the Gwyneth Paltrow one yet. Which one? Of what? Of Emma. Emma. Yeah. I've definitely seen. Well, my mom loves the original Emma. Yeah, she loves it. I hear it's good. I just yeah. haven't watched it yet. What I think back to scary movies though. It was sinister for you. Yeah, even the second one. Because, well, the first one, it's just very, like, it is very creepy. There's that other A24 movie. Um, The same creators who made Midsummer, they made Hereditary. Yes, Hereditary is another. The scream that the mom makes was Toni Collette. I love her. She's a phenomenal actress. Great actress. But, um, Wow. Yeah. Wow, the scream that she lets out after she finds out that her daughter passed away. Mm-hmm. God, that scars. I feel like I could still I feel hear like I could hear it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. She really like pierced my soul Dead. when I heard her. There's a lot of what is another one? I wouldn't say it's scary, but the ones that are very like about kids and like like Changeling. With Angelina oh, God, Jolie. God. And, well, that one sucks because, like, they never found out. No. But it's... She does such a great Like, with the lovely job. bones, too. That movie, I watched it, and I just felt... I just felt so bad. I felt, like, depressed. Yeah, I was, like... I felt so bad. I felt... I think the best part of the movie is, like, towards the end where, like, the sister's, like... I'm going into that guy's house and I'm going to see what I find and like lifts up the little board, you know, yeah, and, and finds like, it and then sprints. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, I thought, whew. Oh, my good God. Oh, like, yeah. I run. was sitting there. I was like, My no. dad can't watch that movie because yeah. he just, I mean, he's got a daughter, you know? Like, yeah. He's. Just no, can't. my mom just she can't watch movies like that. She's like, I just think of you and Sean. Yeah, my brother. And I think um, we just gotta do like a shout out to Stanley Tucci because I can't believe that that Man. that he played the serial killer Wait. and is also in Devil Wears Prada. Saying, Which we love. Did somebody eat an onion bagel? Yeah, literally. Range, range. Oh, range. I love him. He's perfect. Absolute range that man has. It's. And I hated him in that movie. I hated when I, I wanted saw to rip him. Every... I was like, no. I didn't even realize it was him until like two years ago. Dude. And I was like, are you serious? No, because it's like they, the whoever did the makeup and mm-hmm. phenomenal, phenomenal job. Wow. It was just, oh, I love him. I love it. The de- can we talk about the Devil Wears Prada that movie? Yeah, we can. I feel like there's no one that hates the Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, I don't think I've I don't ever think I've met ever heard like, someone Ew. yeah dislike that movie. I did want to slap around Andy in that movie though. Oh, of course, because of her boyfriend. Yeah, and she learned. It was the very good experience. End. Yeah. yeah, in the end. But I she mean, went, you know. You know. Where's Andy now? Honestly, I feel like Emily in Paris took on the, like, the same kind of storyline. Yeah. To a it's degree. So, I had a lot of, like, controversy. I love Emily in Paris. Though. I love it, too. And, like, I had, a, like, two people be like, God, they just make Americans look bad. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, and I'm like, okay, I get it that maybe this isn't like your cup of tea, and I respect that. But like, did you guys ever think that maybe this was written on purpose to be mm-hmm. like that? That like she's supposed to be this corny influencer chick mm-hmm. going to like one of the biggest fashion capitals in the world and kind of making a fool of herself and then kind of learning and adapting? Like, yep. who knows what growth we're going to see within the seasons to come? Well, I think that's why that show did so well. Yeah. Too. Because I think so it, as well. it's kind of very, I mean, I'm not saying it would be the truth, yeah. but it kind of seems like how Americans would act there. If, yeah. Or like, or like a how specific. I would act. Yeah. Well, because you have those like influencer people in every major city in America. We have yeah. them here in Austin. Yeah, we Definitely sure have do. them in LA. Definitely New York. Definitely Chicago, New York. Chicago. Houston. Sure, yep. Everywhere. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop with us. Like, I follow a handful of Mexico City influencers who act like that too. Yeah. You know? And it's not to say that like, oh, this is just something I enjoy, but like there is something that they still bring to the table, in my opinion, that is why I follow them. Yeah. You know? Um, so I don't know. I feel like you could say X, Y, and Z about these influencers, but at the end of the day, like it was it's these influencers as well as like high level celebrities who are basically influencing our fashion mm-hmm. right like the nails the the see-through long nails that have like flowers all over them um now it's the monochrome nails that Hailey Bieber's doing the chunky platforms the yeah. knitted crocheted beanies like this all comes from them like mm. Which has came from generations before. Before it's, it's been I mean, a thing. Yeah, Meryl Streep said it best. Say it. The cerulean blue, <laughs> the cerulean blue sweater that you're wearing that you picked up at the discount bin at the department store came from blah 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 blah. blah you know, and yeah. it's like you can hate on these people all you want, but at the end of the day, they do Influence shape your life. Yeah. Our life yeah. and people who we interact with in our life that we might love, right? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I know that got a lot deeper than Emily in Paris, but and the Devil Wears Prada and the Devil Wears Prada, but like I, but feel it's like the truth. There's truth to it. There's so much truth. You know, I just, I just love. 
I am a girl when it comes to fashion, though. I haven't dressed like that, but that's how I want to dress. It's just expensive. It is expensive, and I hear you. Yeah. Because it's it's also like a commitment. It is. You know? And I'm like, I could spend that money on a trip somewhere. You could for an experience. Absolutely. But also I'm like, or I could just do both. Because you could be on that trip wearing something you love and you feel great in. Yeah. And that's like a big thing about body positivity is like maybe you feel shameful about your body or whatever. You have like a negative feeling about maybe you don't like your toes and you don't like wearing like open-toed shoes. Mm -hmm. But you find something that really works for you and it makes you feel good. So you wear it. Yeah. And I just feel like if that for a lot of people is what influencers are wearing, shut up. Let them wear it. Yeah. Maybe it's not your style. And you can complain about it. That's fine. Say Mm -hmm. it. You know, sing it to the gods. But... Let people wear what they want to wear. Yeah, I'm here for your banter. Yeah. <laughs> now, look, I have been a hater on, I'll just say it, Nikes with jeans. Look, I'm a hater on a lot of things. But and I do it, it if it makes you happy. But, like, if this brings you joy or better yeah. yet, if this brings you comfort, so be it. Yeah, do it. I don't like it, but that's not. <laughs> it's not about that's me. That's my business. Yeah, it's not about Just me. like you wearing the shoes with that outfit is yours. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Um, so I get it. I love to follow fashion accounts. Maybe we should talk about fashion next episode. Yeah. Or body positivity and fashion. We could. Yeah. I'm down. I'm down too. Okay. I'm so down. Well, that's it. Yeah. I think we just wanted to chit chat about, we wanted to chat. Yeah. Yeah. Our, I can't talk. Our shirts. Our shirts, our shirts, our merch. Our merch, our shirts, our merch. Yes, we are releasing a time capsule. We are. A fall drop. A fall. And? And it's small. It's very small. We don't have a lot. It's limited. It is limited. It's exclusive. So first come, first serve. We've already said this. Um, If you haven't reached out to us for a shirt, now's the time to do so. Now. Like now. Through our Instagram or our phone numbers. Yes. Or personal Instagrams, if you follow us there too. That's fine. Um, but the sooner, the better. The better. Um, but there will be other drops coming soon. There will be. So if you don't get the chance to get one this round, fret no longer. We will have a second round coming up shortly. We will. We are, for this batch, it is $35 a shirt. Yes. Um, But, yeah, that's it. We're super excited. Um, We did post about it. And men cry, too. Men Men cry, cry too. too. They do. And that could be another thing that we talk about more so. Because we have dabbled about it. But I really want to talk about. I want to do a pod or an episode about men. And how they might feel. And just talk about them. Yeah, I'm so down. Yeah. Because I'll I'll leave this fact that someone was telling me um, Wednesday night. We got very into stuff, but he was pretty much saying, you know, who's suffering the most and who has the most suicides. It's men. It's men. And it's because they use... And it breaks my heart. Yeah, but it's because they result to things that are more finite, like guns. Mm Mm-hmm. In terms of carrying out their plans mm-hmm. versus like women will try to like overdose or maybe like cut themselves severely, mm-hmm. um, you know, depending on the case. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, men men tend yeah. to suffer and also the culture that shapes us up. But again, let's pause there and We're save that pause. for another. Sorry to leave that on a dark note. Didn't mean to. I just wanted to say that's what the shirt says and it's of a girl crying. Yeah, we want to honor that. We want to honor like us crying for our men. Yeah. Because we're with you guys. You do. We love our men. We are, we are with you guys. We are. Okay. Well, you guys have a fantastic day, week, life. If you're going through it. Holler. Yeah. We love y'all. Thank you for listening. Like, comment, 
I'm not going to say subscribe, but follow at the O podcast one on Instagram. We love it. Bye. We love you. We love you.